So, for example, yo, let me get a chopped cheese extra bacon the Aki way. Ak. Sure, sure. First, you get the hamburger. <laughs> it is the OOK podcast number 15. 15? Burger King foot lettuce. Number 15. Burger King foot lettuce. I'm your host, Sam Milik. <laughs> I'm your other host, Ben Spector. <laughs> and we're back for another week. I think we should talk in this voice for the rest of the episode. No. Um, I, yeah, I don't. I can't. <laughs> no. I, uh, it's really kind of annoying if you ask me. But we're back. We've got some fun stuff to, to, to banter about. Um this this evening um benjamin how you been my dude pretty good uh it's labor day weekend so just chilling uh classes haven't been too busy yet so i'm just chill i'm just kind of chilling trying to rest before i guess really only a three-day week because i only i only have classes monday or monday through thursday and i just work on fridays so yep I'm basically, you know, going to have three days of classes and not really much work to do. So, should be an okay week. Nice. Good to know. Good to know. What about you? Just about the same, man. Um, got work every single day this week, but it's like chill. Like, just sit in my office and, and work on homework or watch a movie or whatever and, unless someone needs anything. So, um going in tomorrow going in wednesday going in thursday and friday but mm. super chill week um i think i have some assignments too but nothing really like super crazy going on so yeah that's that's what i know um we did a um so just a little sneak peek of what we have in store this week uh, in this week's episode, we um, are bringing our film club back, which you would know, um, as we referenced in um, the last episode, uh, and we watched the film Boogie Nights, uh, so we will be uh, reviewing that here shortly. Um, we've got our weird geography, of course. Big shout out to Ava for... Uh, being the goat listener that she is and she went back through each episode and marked off on the map which states we've done so we finally know which ones we've done and which ones we haven't done and honestly super grateful and super appreciative to Ava for that so thank you Ava yeah thank you Ava I already (laughs) told you thank you in person but (laughs) (laughs) yeah um so yeah and then we also have um a deep question two deep questions actually uh one from me and one from ben uh ben's will be a little more fun than mine um but oh uh, yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) so um so yeah without further ado do you have anything that you want to chat about anything fun that's happened to you lately that we need to chat about before um before we hop into uh, some weird geography, 
I don't know. I don't really feel like anything too interesting has happened, to be honest. Yeah, it's been a kind of, like, boring kind of week. Like, not boring, but, like, uneventful, you know? Right. I mean, it's been good, just not, like, anything crazy happening. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, do you want to start us off, or do you want me to start us off? Or I can start us off. Um, I, I think I'm capping off... Um, am I capping it off? I think I might be capping the Midwest off uh, today. Um, no, I'm not. Never mind. Um, there are still a couple more states that we got to do. Um, but we're getting close. I am choosing to do the um, state of Illinois for weird town names. Um, and some of these, some of these are pretty good. Other ones, pretty pretty mid. Um, but, but some of these are pretty good. Uh, we have Goofy Ridge. Um, you've heard of the movie Hacksaw Ridge starring Andrew Garfield, where he plays a sweetheart medic in World War II. Uh, but Goofy Ridge is Disney's newest war movie, um, that takes place in Goofy Ridge, Illinois, starring Goofy, um, fighting in, um, the Civil War, um, as a drummer boy. So, Goofy Ridge, Illinois... Add that to your list of places that you would like to go. Uh, there's also Bone Gap. Um, kind of sounds like um, a wrestler name. Kind of reminds me of Bonesaw from the Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies. Uh, we've also got uh, Cave in Rock as opposed to Cave Outside of Rock. Um, so you have to go into the rock to get to the cave. Uh, Sandwich, Illinois, another another town in the Americas named Sandwich. Um, time well, um, so you can guarantee that your time well spent. Uh, ooh, ooh, I dropped the ball on that one. Your time will be well spent in Time Well, Illinois. Um, and my personal favorite, Perks, Illinois. Um, you can get all the Percocet you need in Perk, Illinois. Um, there's also some uh, rather naughty town names um, in Illinois. Uh, I'm trying to... Uh, you ever just, like, open up a ar- uh, website article um, and um, it opens up all these ads and, like, there's no article to be found? It's just, like... Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this one, we have uh, Dicks, Illinois. Um, we also have... Booty, uh, with a D-Y instead of a T-Y at the end. Um, there is Honey Bend, which... Honey Bend over. Honey Bend over. Uh, uh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, speaking of which, uh, gross, Illinois. <laughs> um, <laughs> Effingham. I've actually been to Effingham, Illinois, or through Effingham, He's Illinois. Effingham. <laughs> I think there's also... That'll come in a ref... I think there's an Effingham, re- Missouri as well. Yeah, um, that'll be relevant later. Uh, oh, give me some Effingham. Oh, great. We'll talk about that. Great. Yeah. Effingham, Illinois. Uh, gotta love that. Uh, Round Knob. <laughs> uh, we got Round 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 Knob, Illinois. I cannot talk today. This is gonna be a problem. Um, I gotta get I gotta get my my act together. Um, mm. there's Red Dick. <laughs> Red Dick. 
<laughs> but it's all one word, so you could say Reddick. Uh, but we all know it's oh. Red Dick. We all know it's Red Dick. Um, yeah. And then uh, Roaches, Illinois, uh, where the scum of the earth lives. Um, mm. Right next to Woodlawn and Drivers. Uh, <laughs> Are you ready for this one? Yeah. Pankyville. Mm. It's good old Hanky Panky down in Pankyville. Mm. Um, and then Muddy. Outside of Harrisburg, uh, we got we got Muddy, Illinois. Uh, but yeah, that's what I got for the state of Illinois. Uh, pretty funny, but also pretty mid. What do you have, Ben? I have Nevada, and I'm honestly disappointed. I thought that Nevada would have a whole lot more uh, funny names, but it really does not. Um, so yeah, uh, I'll go through some of the ones I have. Uh, we have... To start us off, we've got Lovelock uh, in Nevada. So it's that's uh, it's stop for settlers on the way to California uh, back in the day. And obviously now it's just like some random small town. Uh, one of the more fitting ones is Jackpot, Nevada, uh, which makes uh-huh. sense considering Las Vegas is there. But it's actually uh, close to Idaho, nowhere near uh, Las Vegas. Huh. Um, there's Puckerbrush. <laughs> I kind of a that. silly little name. I love that. Uh, my my favorite is Deeth, Deeth Nuts. <laughs> uh, but it's it's a, it's a little ghost town, um, and it's got a population of twenty eight. So very very t- tiny town. But oh wow, I just like it for the Deeth Nuts joke. Um, there's also Stagecoach, uh, Nevada. Nice. Which is very i guess sort of fitting for out west you know yep there's bunkerville which i feel like is sort of like relevant with all like nuclear testing they did there and stuff Mm -hmm. uh there's a place this is such a weird name it's cal nevi are ari it's a combination of california uh arizona and nevada cal nevi ari those yeah that's a we- yeah. yeah that is that's like that's like a there's another that's like the Kansas Arkansas Texarkana yeah Texarkana yeah yeah it's it's right in the corner um, of those three states and it's about 350 people live there um, you could actually purchase the town if you have eight million dollars on hand it's I guess you could buy it for eight million dollars. Um, I think we have that laying around. And yeah, maybe, maybe one day. Uh, they, they I, maybe it has it has like a casino and like a RV park and you know some other stuff. So it's it's a little tiny place. Um. All right. So one of the other ones I had that I really like is Weed Heights. Uh, <laughs> Originally, it was called Heights of Weed, um, and it's named after a mine manager of the Anaconda Copper Company, uh, Clyde E. Weed. So it's nothing to do with the weed, as in the drug, but it's weed, as in the guy weed. But it's so funny that they picked Weed Heights, like Weed High. Like, it's yeah. just weird. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, 
there's really not that much there nowadays, but just a funny name. Uh, there's Duckwater, Nevada. Um, but yeah, there's really not a lot of stuff that's uh, interesting here in Nevada, which is kind of sad. Um, I don't know, I've never been. I don't really know much about it besides Las Vegas. So I feel like I feel like Las Vegas is just like mostly like it's it's comparable to like Oklahoma in that it has like a few places where there's like some money but like otherwise it's like a pretty like poor state where there's not a whole lot going on. Yeah. Uh which I don't know, I've never been, so guess there's really only way to find out only one way to find out and it is to go so um who knows um maybe i'll go to weed heights um nevada for maybe we should go to weed heights nevada for spring break this year we should go dude whatever state we go to for spring break this year we should try to go to the a weird town in that state i agree i think that'd be really funny um but yeah that was weird geography um Moving on, I suppose. Um, Wow, we're 13 minutes in. We're already into part two of our show. Um, Boogie Nights, the film review, the OOK Film Club, the OOK Cinema Club, the OOK Cinephiles. That's us. We are just such big cinema enthusiasts. Um, And what better way to kick off the rebirth of our previously one reviewed film film club then to do it with paul thomas anderson uh mr anderson welcome to the show just kidding we don't we don't have him on the show um that would be a trip but we did watch a pta Mm. movie um Boogie Nights, the Parent Teacher Association. When I wrote my review of this film on Letterboxd, I used PTA um, as an abbreviation and quickly had flashbacks to elementary school on the west side of Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, getting away from myself there, Boogie Nights, uh, 1997, Paul Thomas Anderson directed, uh, starring Mark Wahlberg, John C. Riley, um, 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 uh, Burt Reynolds, you, like, yeah. <laughs> Burt Reynolds, RDJ Senior. Um, I can never remember his name, um, but I know his last name is Hoffman. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Um, who am I missing? It's criminal that you haven't even mentioned Don Cheadle. Or Don Julianne Cheadle, Moore. Julian Moore, Alfred Molina, um, <laughs> uh, Thomas Jane. We're just naming off everyone who is in the movie. Um, <laughs> what we're trying to say is... He- Heather Heather Graham. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> what we're trying to say is this cast is stacked. Um, initial thoughts, Ben. Like, <laughs> that's I, that's a really bad word to use, I feel like, in the, in the context of this movie. A stacked uh, cast. Stacked. Yeah. Hey, you went there. Um, I, you went there. I didn't. <laughs> so, <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Um, I don't know. I, it was an, it's a, it was a weird movie. I mean, yeah. it was well, it's well done. Like, it's just like the subject matter is definitely very like, 
it's it's a little it's a little like strange and i feel like maybe it's not the best movie to watch with family or anyone that you're not like you know 100% sure will be like yeah this is this is like like just chill about it i guess um but yeah it's basically about the porn industry in the 70s and 80s mm-hmm. and, and yeah and the drug scene in the 90s i suppose cuz they kind of crept into the 90s a little bit at the end yeah i don't remember like what the time span was in the movie but yeah Mark Wahlberg looks the same the whole way through. Yep. So. Um, Mark Wahlberg, uh, his his character, a brief synopsis, he uh, runs away. He's a 17-year-old. Uh, the Netflix description says he's well-endowed. Um, take that how you will. Um, and um, I guess there's really only one way to take that. Um, yeah. And uh, he runs away from home to follow his dreams of becoming a porn star. Uh, the highs and lows, uh, but there's also like subplots with other characters. So like Don Cheadle's character gets an incredible little subplot. Um, Philip Seymour Hoffman's character just gets his heart broken. Um, uh, William H Macy's very like quick and oh yeah very sad and dark subplot. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean that's just to name a few, um, but yeah, I like you were saying it was I liked it. Uh, it's just weird um, subject matter. I gave it five stars on Letterboxd, but like my opening sentence of my review was it feels weird giving such a wild movie five stars, but it was fantastically done. Um, I feel like I feel like pacing was perfect and i feel like they didn't stay on one plot for too long like i never got bored with one like with with dirk diggler's stuff he was dealing with yeah and then you go to i can he's the only name besides yeah he's really the only name i can remember uh like character wise but don Cheadle's character um you get his kind of side of the story it was just fantastically done. Pacing was great, like I said. Um, the soundtrack, pretty top tier. Um, and kind of worked well with the movie um, to kind of like put you in the moment, but like also make you laugh at the same time. Yeah. I feel like it was funny and also sometimes unintentionally funny. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel like the thing is, uh, the movie I like drew the closest comparison to, like of all movies, was was uh, Walk Hard. Uh, oh, with uh, with John C. Yeah, Riley. With yeah, yeah, yeah just because the whole bromance, like <laughs> yeah. the whole bromance thing. Yeah, uh, it's like I honestly, I'm surprised there wasn't some sort of like more uh, uh, explicit bromance between the two characters Between. but also i think there's just some yeah there's some just like little funny things like the fact that heather graham's character literally never does is isn't wearing roller skates like the scene in the beginning when she like walks out of the classroom and she's in her roller skates and it's just like so like it's just like kind of like awkward like, i feel like that's some, i feel like that's some shit we would have seen it at our high school 
Yeah, but I don't know. I just, I guess it's just, just her brand. It's, I, I thought that was very weird. But also, I think the, the worst part of the movie is, like, just trying to, like, the movie is trying to convince me that Mark Wahlberg is attractive, which is, like, one of the strangest things I think you could ever do. Like, yeah. I, he's not, mm-hmm. he couldn't have stopped 9-11. He's not. Do you not know, do you know about that? <laughs> he's fuming right now. Damn it! Enlighten me on this. What? <laughs> he he once claimed in an interview that he would have been able to stop 9/11 if he was on the planes. Oh um, fuck you! No. Yeah. I don't. I feel like of of all people, like I, he's just not the one I would think. No. Yeah. You know. I, I guess. Thanks for trying, but I don't think. I don't know. I, yeah. He's just an actor. Um, yeah. You're Marky Mark, but I, I don't know. Uh, also, he, he's got some. He's done some questionable things in the past, so I, not not my favorite guy. No, um, and it's like he did not play a seventeen-year-old very well. Like, granted, oh my god, granted, granted, he did age in the movie. Like the character got yeah. older. Uh, obviously, like you said, Mark Wahlberg stayed the exact same, but like, just looked like a tw- mid to late twenties, early thirties looking dude playing a 17 year old yeah it's also funny like i know i get like his mom is like a little more than just mean but it's like gosh mom you're being so mean to me like energy <laughs> like obviously what they're trying to go for it's a little more than that but like yeah yeah no that with with paul thomas anderson the dialogue is bound to be like awkward and clunky at times mm-hmm I mean, you see it in yeah. In, you see it in Punch Drunk Love. You see it in Licorice Pizza. You see it in see mm-hmm. it in this movie, um, especially. But it's funny to imagine. Oh, go ahead. That Cooper Hoffman character in Licorice Pizza is only two years younger than Mark Wahlberg's character in. Uh, in Boogie Nights. Yeah, and they're both taking place in like the same era, mm-hmm. the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just like same just location. Funny. Yeah. Yep. Imagine like a crossover. Like they just had a scene in like the movie where there was like some sort of crossover, like in Licorice Pizza. The like Bradley, Bradley Cooper mentions that he's going over to do like hairstyling at like, uh, Jack whatever his name Jack Horner's house Jack Horner's house. Like, yeah. Like, he's like I have a I have a shoot to be at like because he's I like a, a I have a Dark Diggler shoot to be at. Yeah. The Paul T- Thomas Anderson cinematic universe. <laughs> the PTA verse. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, no, it's funny. I watched Licorice Pizza right before I watched this movie too, so it was like double whammy of seventies mm-hmm. period. Two drama. generations of Hoffman. Two generations of of Hoffman. <laughs> um, period drama. Um, freaking. What am I trying to... I don't know what I'm trying to say. I guess, like, two... Two different eras of... Two different decades... Of... 70s period drama. There we go. Wow. That took Mm -hmm. way longer than it needed to. Um... But, yeah. Um... What are some things that you, like... Like, what... 
Favorite favorite scene in the whole movie, like hands down. Go. Um I like the scene where like Don Cheadle's character ha- like is in the like the the shootout thing and he just like I like it's like a, obviously a very like sad dark scene mm-hmm. but it's also kind of like humorous because he just like grabs the money and walks out like because he's like I can't you know just stand here like mm-hmm. I'll just go I feel like it was well done it was I feel like well acted um and you know it's I think it's it's nice to see his character more than anything achieve uh the dream you know that he wanted but the other <laughs> This I, I don't even like this. It's just like so sad and so pathetic that it's like uh, funny. Was the scene where they're like William H Macy's character is like on the set and he's like all the guys are just standing around his wife and the other dude and um, yep. What the fuck are you doing? What does yeah. it look like she's doing? <laughs> yeah, I don't. It's just like kind of embarrassing for him. Like, shut up, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, obviously, his character takes a much darker turn. Yeah. But, like, it's just, I don't know. It's, it's very interesting. I feel like William H. Macy is one of those guys who's, like, good at, like, showing up in a movie and doing some weird shit <laughs> and then, like... Just bouncing. I mean, obviously, he's, you know, he's, he has some, like, leading roles, but, mm-hmm. like, obviously, like, Shameless and everything, but... Mm-hmm. but even in that, he did weird I, shit in the leading role, so... Yeah. He's a good, he's a weird dude, um, but also, like, same thing kind of goes with, like, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Probably, honestly, one of the most talented actors, but, like, sometimes he's just, like, relegated to, like, a side role in this movie, and he still, like, kills it, because he's just, like, he, like, the way he reacts to everything that's going on, uh, as, like, as, like, sort of a background character, Mm -hmm. and, like, the moments where he actually, like, interacts and, you know, gets to be his weird self. I think or quite yeah out of every actor in this film his entrance into the film was like yeah. the funniest and the coolest cuz he just like shows up he's just mm-hmm. he just walks he just walks into frame and his shirt doesn't fit him yeah and he's got the long hair <laughs> he's a boom guy and he's a boom guy yeah and he's like madly in love with Dirk Diggler from the get go yeah but He's definitely one of those, one of those people we lost way too soon. Um, yeah, because he made so many good movies. Oh, so oh, yeah. he was always working. Yeah, it's, it's not like, not like if you're like looking for like Philip Seymour Hoffman stuff, you couldn't find it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, very sad. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like Julianne Moore's character was good too. Mm-hmm. She she had a, a nice little side plot, but it, she didn't really get much. I feel like closure at the end. By no, the end of the movie. it just kind of but, fell off. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like the movie was so focused on like Dirk Diggler, and like there wasn't really any focus on, like any of the women in the movie. Like they were just kind of there, mm-hmm. and they. Did, I mean, they had like one scene where they were like. It was just, like, Heather Graham and Julianne Moore, who were, like, the only two, like, main female characters in the movie. I guess besides Dirk's mom. But... Dirk's mom. I don't know. It's it's, it's... And who was... Who am I thinking of? Um, That played... um, 
Buck's Buck's wife. Because she played a... Anyway, Ooh. continue. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, I know you're talking about. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, uh... I don't know. I don't have too much to say about the movie. I, I it was. I, I probably should like go back and lock it on Letterboxd, but I. I feel like Paul Thomas Anderson's very good with his like, seventies, movies because that's when he grew up, mm-hmm. and I feel like he injects a little bit of himself into those movies. Not that he had a life anything like Dirk Diggler, but I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty. Sh- I don't want to. I'm pretty sure, he did coke and stuff like that so i'm i'm pretty sure uh he wasn't it was addicted um yeah he was he or he used to date fiona apple and actually i guess him quintus tarantino and her were hanging out and i guess they were both all being so weird on cocaine that like she quit (laughs) <laughs> to because she just yeah she is just having such a bad time uh well i can i can only imagine like i feel like quentin tarantino coke is probably like the worst person to be around oh my god like the way he like he like he is such a movie nerd but also like such a weirdo that like i just feel like he'd be talking like really like for a really long time about like some samurai movie or something he saw he would write dialogue for a silent film that already had dialogue, yeah. but didn't, like, mm-hmm. yeah. He would, like, rewrite yeah. the dialogue for a silent film, I feel like. And like, not even, yeah. like, not even, like, like a Charlie Chaplin silent film, like, some very abstract, like, German expressionist mm. Conrad Veidt picture from, like, the 20s. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know your your film knowledge on German expressionism, uh, but it is no. it is so basically think Tim Burton's like set designs. Those weirder on like high contrast black and white film stock with like creepy ass characters. Like you put Beetlejuice uh... in monochrome with weird faces and like weird choreography weird plot lines it's weird but that's like where tim burton got like most of his inspiration from interesting so, yeah interesting so, yeah um yeah i know that movie back to back to good old boogie nights um yeah definitely don't watch it with your family um watch it with your girlfriend or your significant other if you want, I didn't. Um, I did. <laughs> what did David think? It was. I, 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 we we laughed. We we there was some things we laughed at, some things we cringed at. Yeah. Um, it, she doesn't love like violent stuff as so much. So, like the couple scenes where there were like blood and stuff was like. Mm-hmm. So, which I I didn't love either. I'm not particularly a big fan, but I feel like sometimes you got to do it in a movie. Like you can't. It's better to show it than to like make it do it off screen. Because mm-hmm. um, it's like why you you know you gotta to a degree. I feel like there's some stuff that's like overblown. Uh, I feel like Tarantino sometimes just does too much as oh, like an example. Oh, yeah. Someone who 
And there's other other action directors who just sort of do blood and gore for no reason. But there was definitely a little bit of blood and stuff. It was like, Ugh. yeah, especially the scene I mentioned earlier with Don Cheadle. Oh my gosh! As soon as I saw that scene, I was like, yeah, this is probably one Ben's gonna Ben's gonna really like because I don't know. I just it was just one of those things. It's one of the more memorable what? scenes from the movie. Yeah. And it was like, know, like so much. It's like it was a... just so much out of left field too. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's like a, sort of like a question of moral sort of scene where it's like, yeah, yeah. I guess it's like a test of character. But I mean, like, I'm not judging his character for doing that because he wasn't successful before with his business. Did you notice the Star Wars references yeah. at the beginning of the movie? When he's working at the no. out at the audio shop, and he's like, "Yeah, I got the TK forty one here." Or the TK four two one here, the TK four two one this 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 and that. TK four two one in Star Wars was the um, he was the uh, stormtrooper. He was one of the stormtroopers guarding the Millennium Falcon when it flew into the Death Star in A New Hope, and ah. the one that was one of the ones that Luke and um, Han like beat up and stole the oh uniforms for yeah, so. I wonder if that's is that an intentional reference or I don't know, but I as, as soon as he said TK four two one, I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute, <laughs> I know that. Yeah, I don't know. I guess we can find out. Yeah, look it up. Um, yeah, no, it's interesting. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, do you have any idea? So if, if we're gonna keep doing this film thing mm-hmm. do you have an idea for the next movie we should do i think since i picked you get to pick this time okay i'm gonna pick one but i i this is gonna be interesting because it's a uh it's like two hours and 40 minutes long and it's only available on pluto tv uh which is free but okay it's 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 gonna be funky it's gonna be uh have you heard of southland tales it's one of The Rock's first, like, movies. It's, like, a... It's, like, a really weird, like, comedy-slash-like-action movie. Does that have... Uh, does that have, um... Does that have Timberlake and... Yeah. And, and Sarah Michelle Gellar and all that in it, too? Yeah. Is it that... Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh. Do you want to watch that? Uh, yeah, let's watch it. Yeah, it's got a forty-one percent on Rotten Tomatoes, whereas Licorice or Licorice Pizza and and Boogie Nights both had like ninety some percents on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. So we're taking a drastic plummet here, but yeah. I'm here for it. This is it's going to be a two, a really two thousands movie because it's when The Rock stole his hair. It's got Moby doing the soundtrack. Uh, it's got Sean William Scott who like hasn't been in anything like super big in like the past. Uh, I feel like forever. Um, I'm downloading Pluto TV on my phone in case, because I feel like yeah. this is one movie where I, I can probably watch it on my phone and be okay. <laughs> I'm going to watch it on my laptop, I feel like. Um, I don't know. I, this, I think this is going to be very interesting. Oh, uh, who's the director on this one? It's directed oh. by Richard Kelly, who did Donnie Darko. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> It's, oh it's God, Richard! Literally, his follow-up. So he, I guess he, we'll see. He also did um, uh, 
I guess really not. Donnie Darko was like his one hit wonder, I guess. Yeah. Um, I've never, I've never seen that honestly. I have. Um, confusing as hell. Mm-hmm. Not, not the biggest fan of that. I like Jake Gyllenhaal in some roles. This wasn't one of them. Um, mm. But yeah. Um, out of ten, I would give Boogie Nights a solid. And this is, it's weird giving it such a high rating given the subject matter. Um, but a good like eight and a half out of ten yeah i feel like it's like a seven and a half out of ten for me okay like i don't know like it's a good movie like i can say it's a well done movie but it's not like my favorite movie yeah um it's also like definitely very i mean it's paul thomas anderson so it's long like you were saying like watching mm-hmm. this two hour and 40 minute movie we're about to watch pretty sure um boogie nights was longer possibly mm, it was like 235 yeah so i mean not not too crazy plus paul thomas anderson's credit scenes are always so freaking long um mm-hmm. but but yeah so i got an extra half star uh for the ending when the prosthetic penis is revealed um that was hilarious i laughed so hard Um, i kept i was the whole time through i was just wondering when is it gonna show up like when when am i gonna see it like i feel like is that weird like no i I mean i feel like you can't talk you can't talk about it not show it like after a while i was like subtle with anything else after a while i was like they're they're definitely showing it at the end like there's no way they're not showing it at the end yeah and then he stands up in the mirror and i was like oh my god Oh my god. <laughs> he did it. He's 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 pulling his cock out. <laughs> <laughs> he got his mojo back. <laughs> oh my god. Austin. I'm a rock I'm a rock star. Uh, Marky Mark. Marky Mark. Uh, there was one scene where he was yelling at at uh uh, uh Philip Seymour Hoffman's character and he was like his whole his Boston accent came out like hardcore. He was like, mm. "Scotty, shut up! Seriously, what are you doing? Shut up!" I I'm wondering because I know there's I know both Mark Wahlberg and Matt Damon were in The Departed, but I don't know if there's a movie where they, it's both of them and Ben Affleck because that would be like a crazy like Boston like I don't know. Have you seen The Departed? Right? Yeah. 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 With uh, Leo and and um, yeah, yeah, that's a good movie. <coughs> Ooh, bless me. Yeah, that's a really good movie. Um, that's got Jack Nicholson in it too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so it's like, there's oh. a EW list of the top ten best Boston movies. Uh, <laughs> the town. I, <laughs> Or it just says 10. It doesn't list them in order. Um, the second one has uh, Jimmy Fallon in it. It's Fever Pitch from 2005. Oh, great. <laughs> the, uh, there's The Fighter, uh, which I think uh, Ben Affleck was in. The Fighter. Is that uh, is that the one with Christian Bale? Yeah, uh, Christian Bale and Mark Wahlberg. And Mark no, Wahlberg. I don't think. 
No, Ben Affleck's not in that. Affleck. I've seen it. He's not in that. Okay, well, there needs to be like a big crossover movie of like Boston. It's yeah. maybe too late. Goodwill, Goodwill, Goodwill Hunting is probably my favorite of the movie sent Boston. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Mystic River. Mystic River. <laughs> is the town um, on that list? Does the town take place in Boston? Uh, I don't know. No, I'm one, trying to get. Oh yeah, the town. Ta- the town with, with Affleck with and Affleck and Jeremy Renner. John Hamm. Yeah. Yeah. God, it's such a and the verdict. The verdict. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I wonder if there's a list of Cincinnati's uh, movies about Cincinnati. Uh, it'd be like there's like it'd, what? It'd be like Rain Man. Um. Rain Man. <laughs> um. Yeah, like the one scene Ray Ban, a Rain Rain Man. No, uh, there were several scenes that, in Rain Man. You can see um columbia parkway uh they actually did a couple scenes at walnut um, yeah and uh some in uh mount lookout i believe yeah i know well killing of a sacred deer i'm pretty sure takes place in cincinnati um at least partially and then uh have you ever seen uh what's it called Dark Waters, that like movie that came out a couple of years ago with Mark Ruffalo playing that lawyer. Yeah, uh, that took place into that or in Cincinnati, or at least like he worked in Cincinnati. Um, so that was honestly that. a pretty good movie, from what I can recall. Yeah, I've heard it's really good. Uh, People versus Larry Flint uh, with uh, Woody Harrelson. Maybe we should do like a Cincinnati movie. <laughs> like, watch. Do you want to change your movie? No, okay. no, we're doing Southland Tales. I gotta watch it. Uh, yeah, let's little, do Southland Tales. Little Man Tate. <laughs> talking about Andrew. <laughs> Toxic. He is short, isn't he? Toxic. I think so. Yeah, that's what I thought. Uh. Man, there really is not a lot. I mean, I guess it literally is just like, uh, you know, like Ohio. So it's not the most interesting state in the world. There's uh, a new Netflix movie called "The Devil Lives in Ohio" or something. And <laughs> well, it like yeah. it came up. We were like putting we we're putting Dunkirk on the other night, um, mm-hmm. and it was like the the headlining preview, and at the same time, Grace and I were both like. That makes a lot of sense. That's where he is. Ha <laughs> <laughs> silly devil. Anyway. Um, any more movie thoughts before we go into... No. Your, I think I'm good. Your, um, your deep question. Mm-hmm. Your really thoughtful, insightful, yeah. thought-provoking question. Mm-hmm. Go for yeah, it. Yeah. Okay. So let's go for it. So, um, I I've been getting a lot. I, I mean, I've seen this for months, and you know, as long as he's been doing it. Uh, but there's the, there's the uh, the guy on TikTok who does the Aki way, uh, sandwiches. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, that's a big thing in New York and like bodegas uh, to get like a the most fucked up sandwich you can. 
Um, and so I'm posing the I'm uh, proposing the question to Sam. What would your Aki way look like? What's what's the bread? What's going inside? You know what kind of sauces are going on there? Mm-hmm. And it's got to be fucked up. You can't be like, oh, I'm just gonna get like a bacon, egg, and cheese on like a bagel. It's got to have like something fucked up about it. Yeah. So to give a little bit of context, uh, the Aki way is Rahim Muhammad's way of creating his signature sandwiches popularized through TikTok where he would create sandwiches the Aki way, uh, which is brother in Arabic, I guess. Um, so, for example, yo, let me get a chopped cheese extra bacon the Aki way. Ak. Sure, sure. First you get the hamburger. <laughs> then you toast the bun. Then you take the mozzarella sticks. Then you assemble. After they're ready, you wrap them up, the results, and then you serve it to the customer. Don't forget the Bev. Never, never, never. Charlie. I love it. I be- Charlie's going to fly back from Australia and beat my ass for that. You know how mad he gets every time I do that? <laughs> sure. 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 I, I sure. Literally, <laughs> I literally keep doing that voice because I've had so much of that content recently. Me but too, like, man. Oh. It's like a I little, mean, like I'd a like- fifth grader will walk in. Hey, yo, Ock, let me get a. Let me get a toaster strudel the Aki way. Sure, sure. Then we first we get the tuna, then we get the syringe, <laughs> then we inject the tuna into the toaster strudel. Then yeah, we put the like, toaster strudel on the grill. Anyway. Yeah, I feel like the the more the longer he's done it, like the worse the the, the stuff that people are getting becomes. Uh, but what would you what would you make your sandwich? <sighs> I could do like, like whatever. Start for the bread. I could do like whatever start I want. Start for the bread. All right, man. I feel like the only thing you can do is like you gotta go like you gotta go like donut or like I'm thinking donut or I'm thinking like Eggo waffle. Yeah, those are those are good ones. But like donut isn't like the long donuts. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So with the cream inside or no? No, 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 no. Because you got to be able to cut it open. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I would want a Philly cheesesteak. The Aki way. The Aki way. So first you get your donut, or you could do. <laughs> you could do. You could either make with batter one really long, thick waffle that you cut into, or you can just make it like a cheeseburger. At this rate, with with waffles, um, so you do that. You get your meat, you season your meat, you get your peppers um, instead of mayo, because mayo on a donut sounds absolutely horrendous and just disgusting. Um, you get that. You gotta do. The, you gotta include. You, you ever see how like he'll like sneakily include like mozzarella sticks into the yeah. shit? Like he <laughs> like there's never not mozzarella sticks. <laughs> I need to have a mozzarella stick or two in there. <laughs> um, some yeah. tater tots. But, like, you can do hash browns, honestly. Just mm. chop them up, throw them in there. Um, cane sauce. Where are you going to get cane sauce? He's going to make it. Uh, <laughs> mm. He's going to make cane sauce from scratch, uh, which you can do. Um, I think it's, like, horseradish, ketchup, mayo... And 
either mustard or barbecue sauce. I don't know. Mm. Um, but he'll make that. He'll top that shit off. Um, he'll take everything off the grill. And he's going to make me two of them. <laughs> because I'm already diabetic. What the fuck do I have left to lose? You know? <laughs> yeah. My eyesight, my hands, world. my feet. Yeah. Like, this is a perfect world. Anything goes. And my Bev... Yeah. My Bev would either be like a tall boy of Yoohoo or <laughs> or uh, it would be like just like keeping it simple with like a like a diet Dr. Pepper or something. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, that's that's what mine would be. Um, what the fuck was that? Did you drop your mic? That was my mic. Yeah, my mic just did a flip. It sounds like your mic um. just ripped ass. It said did it did it really yeah that was not i i, I swear ben farted oh <laughs> anyway i did not i i it literally flipped um all right ben yeah, i that's... i am i am mr muhammad uh working at at the bodega in new york mm-hmm. you walk into my store and you say hey yeah. yo ak let me get a <laughs> all right so i want I went French toast the Aki way. Sure, so, sure. Anyway, go ahead. So either like if they have like the frozen Eggo French toast in there, like oh. whatever, yeah, do that. Or or it's got to be like homemade French toast, but like with some like, I don't know if he's got some crazy bread in there or something like that, or like turn something into French toast. Like, I don't know, like a, like a, you know, like those like packaged banana breads or something like that. Like turning that into French toast, oh, like he, that's yeah. gonna be crazy. No, no, you take you take a cinnamon roll, and you flatten it out, mm. and you French no. toast it. No. Okay. Oh wait, this Maybe. is this is your creation. We'll this see. is your creation. Go. We'll, we'll see. Go. Okay, assuming that they have the frozen French toast, that's what I'm going with. So we're going with that, or he's got to use like bread or something. Mm-hmm. It's, it's gonna get weird. So we're gonna do. Uh, <laughs> You know, I'm vegetarian, so I'm not gonna have any meat or anything like that there. So we're gonna do we're gonna do egg, we're gonna do cheese, um, we're gonna do fries. You know, maybe throw a mozzarella stick on there just to it's, fuck around. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think he'll let me not do it. <laughs> has anyone this ever walked? Na- has anyone ever walked out of of that bodega without a mozzarella stick and survived? <laughs> yeah, it's just like inside the sandwich, like to start off. Um, and, ah, so, yeah, and then, honestly, like, I'm kind of feeling like there's got to be some chips on there, too, because, like, honestly, at this point, like, I'm not eating healthy. This is, like, the worst thing I could put in my body. So just throw some, like, I don't know, I don't even, I can't even think of it, like, a, ooh, those... You know those Fritos twist, like the barbecue twist? Ew, Ben. <laughs> okay, if I wasn't going to do that, I was going to put barbecue sauce on it, so. Okay, um, okay. Yeah, but like those are like sweet yeah. barbecue. It's, ugh. Okay, maybe not, maybe not. Maybe we'll just, we'll just, we'll we'll leave the Fritos twist off. Chili cheese uh, Fritos. No, that's nasty. <laughs> <laughs> Oreos, Oreos no cream. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> 
And he has to, like, cut through them, like, because he cuts it at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I'm not doing the Oreos, no cream. That would just be funny, though. Like, I can just imagine ordering that. I don't know. I, 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 I'm trying to think of something else, like, freaky I could put on there. I didn't think about this. Um, but, yeah, so it's going to have barbecue sauce, and it's going to have maple syrup on there. Um, so what all is it? It's got the, it's the French toast. Egg, cheese, mozzarella sticks, fries, uh, <laughs> maple syrup, maple syrup, barbecue sauce. Can you even put like a vegetable or fruit on there or something like that? Like, is that an option? Uh, yeah. I don't even know. I don't even think there's anything that would suit that like flavor profile at that point. Like, Onions. No, that sounds that sounds worse. Um, some jalapenos. <laughs> <laughs> Black olives, <laughs> bro. You know what this? You know what the Akiway reminds me of? What I'm like thinking of right now. Remember yeah. the episode of SpongeBob where he makes like the most disgusting like concoction bowl, and then his breath stings. Yeah, yeah that's the that's this mm-hmm. is what you're making right now. No, I think we're gonna keep it simple. No, no vegetables. It's just that we're just cut it. We'll keep it at that. Um, barbecue sauce, maple syrup. You know. Cut it up, uh, and then for the Bev, we're getting the the Arizona Mucho Mango. <laughs> I haven't had one of those in so long, but, like, I feel like that's, like, that's, like, a good, like, bodega drink. Like, Arizona's cheap. I don't even know what an Auk, uh, runs you, but, you know, might as well get the 99-cent drink. I bet you it's, like, it's either, like, two bucks, or it's, like, 30 bucks. <laughs> There's no... I feel like Keek definitely needs to start upping us prices if it's, like, this popular. Like, yeah. if he hasn't already, he's it's really, like, $10 sandwich. Yeah. He's like, sure, sure. Sure, sure. <laughs> I, I love him so much. Like, his videos are just so, like, I just, like, he's just so, like, he's, he's pa- so, like, he's, passionate about his craft. Yeah. It's, it's, and it's, he does it so well. Like, I'm, like. He makes me want to eat those things, like, a little bit. Like, I know it's disgusting, and, like, I wouldn't eat anything to the meat. But, like, the other stuff in there, like, I'm like, mm, I could, like, maybe eat that. Like, he does it in a good way. Like, the way he cooks the eggs. Oh. Dude, the way, yeah. pretty much the way he cooks anything is just, like, dreamy. Yeah. Um, I found him on Instagram. Um, and we could, we could send him an email if we want. Try to get him on the podcast. I don't know. What's he gonna talk about? The the uh, the art of the ock. <laughs> he's uh his his bio general on all caps general ock CEO of never 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 always the Aki way six zero three Clinton Street Brooklyn New York shop merch business is Raheem Mohammed nineties at gmail dot com. Do you get uh do you get chef reactions content on uh on TikTok? TikTok? Yeah. Yeah. I I'm surprised. I wonder if he's reacted to an Aki way I if Gordon Ramsay before. has. <laughs> I want I I I bet Gordon Ramsay would eat it. Oh like, yeah. I feel like most chefs like you know they there's only things they would there's things they would make, but then there's things like they'll eat and I feel like a lot of chefs are very like not picky about what they eat. What do you think? I have an open mind. 
What do you think a T-bone steak the Aki way would look like? Uh... Like mozzarella sticks stuffed inside the meat. <laughs> mm. No, one thing I hate is all the food trend that's been having the ten years with like the just cheese sauce everywhere. Yeah, like the the burgers that are filled with like cream or whatever. Ugh, like no. why? Who wants that? It's and then they call that shit gourmet. Oh, it's a cheese. It's a sharp cheddar infused burger patty. No, it's nasty. It's like it's freaking. Tostitos queso infused. <laughs> that shit. That shit. That shit ain't kosher. It's not kosher. <laughs> this shit does not um, pass the kosher test. Ugh. Yeah, it's it's just like, it's too much. I feel like it's like, that's like too much for one meal. Like I love cheese. Like who doesn't? But mm-hmm. I don't want like cheese sauce on all over everything. Like it's a freaking like pretzel at a baseball game you know it's like, a constipation station or like oh yeah i feel like the only times where it's acceptable to have excessive cheese is either at a mexican restaurant when you're having chips and queso um at a track meet or a ball game where you're getting your nachos you know mm-hmm. um or at the mall or at a ball game when you're getting your pretzels so right like even like fries like cheese fries should not have the uh the sauce like it's gotta have the the like just shredded cheese or whatever like mm-hmm. this i don't know cheese sauce is a little nasty to me tbh so i would honestly prefer to have any other cheese over that yeah it just becomes so like i don't know it, it's gooey we're, and we're trend it, in food it like hardens and then it also like makes things like wet Ugh. You know? Yeah, like, imagine how soggy the bun is. Like, if you don't, like, <clears throat> eat that in, like, the first five minutes, like, that <clears throat> bun is, like, soaked. That's disgusting. Yeah. No, thank you. Yeah. No, thank you. Ugh. Anyway. So, yeah. I feel like we, we touched a lot. I feel like we both have come up with pretty pretty funky little things to order if we ever go to Brooklyn. Yeah. You know, maybe we should just go to Brooklyn <laughs> next year. Honestly, I've never been to New York. I feel like this could be very interesting. The boys take on Brooklyn. You know what? I, I fuck with it. Let's do it. Sure, sure. Sure, sure. First you buy your plane ticket. Okay, if we go, if we go, we have to go there, though. Like, that's, there's no way. Yeah. But what if we go, and it's, like, the one day where he's, like, not there. We still get something the opposite We still have to way. keep going back. But it's, like, it's, I don't know. You go in. Sorry, I can't hear yet. Sure, sure. We'll be back in about an hour. <laughs> I just match him in his level of of Aki-ness. Oh, you know what I forgot about? Like cereal. I could put cereal on this. I'm gonna throw some cornflakes in that. No, no, you got uh, uh, frosted the... flakes, bro. Yeah, that's what I mean. The frosted flakes okay. in the in the middle there. That yeah. sounds good because the one I the one I saw the guy put Fruit Loops. Uh, Fruit Loop pancakes in the, as, like, the bread. Huh. I think if I were to add a cereal to mine, I'd have him crush up Cinnamon Toast Crunch and sprinkle it. In your Philly cheesesteak? In my Philly cheesesteak. I feel like that's, like, the one cereal I would not do for that. I feel like... Or, like, Cheerios. What cereal would go? Cheerios would give mm. it a nice little crunch. Um, Maybe like Honey Nut Cheerios. Honey Nut Cheerios. Honey Bunches of Oats. Apple Jacks. Apple Jacks, bro. (laughs) Apple Jacks. 
Definitely not Lucky Charms. Oh, God. Like marshmallows. Oh, oh. Just like the one where it's who Captain Crunch. <laughs> <laughs> no, Rice Krispies, bro. Mm, okay, actually, that would kind of go hard, I it feel would. like, because they give it, like, a nice texture, and yeah. they're kind of, they don't have much flavor, no. so I feel like, yeah. Uh, I feel like if I would have, like, a chip on the side, I would just get a box of vanilla wafers. That's such a weird choice, but okay. I think it would go well. I, I, I love me a good I gotta wafer. get some, like, I gotta get my, my Chester's flaming hot popcorn that's like a that's a must you don't that's a good that or like the hot fries those yeah. are like the that i need my hot chip you know i can't i can't not have a hot chip in my life you can't go you can't have it the aki way without your hot chip yeah don't forget your hot, hot chip. chip never or, never never or since you said I couldn't have the the, the, the Fritos twist on my sandwich, that's that's my other like gas station. We get to see like a gas station snack like, tier list. I don't know if we can do a tier list because that's hard to like encompass everything you can get at a gas station. I don't know. I had some other ideas. Okay. Uh, we'll come back to, but we'll we'll talk about we talk about that after after we cut on the episode because I think some of them might be more suited to us talking through first yes but i guess you all will see yes you will all right what's your question i feel like we're sitting at an hour and i feel like my question is a long-winded question so i'll pose it and if we want to save it for another time or if we want to answer it we can't um okay it is what is the difference between living and existing and which one are you doing right now Mm mm-hmm Ooh. Let's just answer it, honestly. Okay. Full, oh, I, full fucking send. Let's do it. You want to start? Since you came with a question, what do you feel you are doing? So, I feel like existing is... You are not in control. Um, you are letting everything else around you control you. And the direction that you take in life. Whereas living is you have full reins... You have full control over everything that you can possibly have control over in life. Because obviously there are things you don't yeah. have control over. Um, and you are using that control to have the best possible quality of life that you can. Um, and I feel like... I feel like... I go back and forth between living and existing. You know? I feel like oftentimes I have to remind myself that I don't have control over everything. Um, But at the same time, I feel like there are times where I stop and I think, I have control over this. Why am I I letting things get out of hand here? So I feel like it just kind of goes back and forth with me. Um, Though I do try to live um, as much as possible. Um, but I do often find myself um, merely existing. Yeah. What What would be your take on this? I think, I don't think there's like a constant state of like, oh, there's a certain point in which you're like, 
you know, you exist until you learn how to live. Like, I feel like you can, Mm -hmm. each day is different. I feel like sometimes you have bad days and you can't do much more than exist. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you have really good days and you feel like you're really living. You're living in the moment. You're uh, doing what you feel like you need to do. Other days are not like, you know, they're just, you just are in the world. I mean, you are existing and doing what you can. Um, I, I think that uh, a lot of another part of living versus existing is like having a sort of purpose and the ability to live in the present with that purpose. Because, like, you know, if you figure out what you want to do with your life or, you know, what, like, who your true self is, like, that's, and you're, and you're like, actively working on that and, like, doing that in the present, like, that's living. Mm-hmm. Even if you're not there yet, like even if you're not even there yet, you're still living. Like you're still doing something meaningful. But like some days, you know, sometimes you you have lapses, and you're just you know, you're just kind of going through it, going through the motions, just to get the next thing. And sometimes that plan is so far in the future that you're, you know, sort of just existing until that day happens. And I feel like that's that can be a good thing but it's also can be a very bad thing if you're not even like trying to live until you the, the thing that you're waiting for can happen so i don't know i think there's definitely a balance of like you know uh how much you just like you know how much you get out of each day i feel like it's really whether you're living or not um but there's nothing wrong with just existing a lot of us are just existing and i think of over the past couple of years i feel like uh like especially during covid and stuff like that it was really hard to do much more than just exist yeah and just try to get to the next day like you know obviously like you know i feel like sometimes like way the way we're thinking about like living might even like be said like to be thriving you know but like you said it's like out of a lot of things were out of your control Uh, a lot of things still are out of our control you know financially and you know the actions of others we're yeah, we're still in school. Like things can change on a dime. Like, it's uh, it's a it's a delicate situation mm-hmm. when you're young and not really. I don't know, but I feel like a lot of people, you know, especially people who are like o- like older and happier, all seem to be like. I feel like what I would like say is like living where you're really, you're you're happy with what you're doing with yourself, and you at least feel that you've done you're doing something that you want to do. Mm-hmm. And you feel you feel satisfied with that. I think satisfaction is a big part of it. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Right now, I feel like I feel like at least at least in the past year. Or so I definitely feel like I've been living more than I was. Uh, I think you know having new experiences and you know it, try trying to figure out who I am and all that kind of stuff. I feel like it really makes me feel like I'm living rather than just existing. But there were definitely especially COVID and high school and there are times where it's just like I'm just kind of trying to trying to get trying to get through it and trying to go on and just plan for a future that you know is is years away but now I feel that things are a little more stable you know some days are you know I feel like I'm just sort of existing and things are kind of eh but I don't know that's my take on it yeah you have any follow-up on that (laughs) I mean kind of yeah I mean too I hate to get all, like, mushy and shit, but, like, I agree with you in the fact that you say in, like, the last, like, year or two you've really been been living more. I think it's been kind of 
not that you were like not living before, but like watching you've had a lot of personal growth in the last mm-hmm. year or two and just being Thanks. able to we're getting personal now being able to like <laughs> being able to just like sit back and watch watch it watch it play yeah. out has been wild like not that you were like a bum or no. like a loser or like a weird dude before <laughs> like I, you are a weird dude but like i am too but well, like, yeah but like you know you get what i'm trying to say watching you grow yeah watching getting having the pleasure of watching you grow even from 800 miles away has been really cool to see so thanks yeah, yeah i think i i feel like you're definitely the same way you're you're living a lot you're doing what you want to do and you're you know trying a bunch of things i think is is really really great you're you've been you've been very busy and mm-hmm. busy in a good way where you're like you're trying and you're trying things and you're finding things you like and I think that's part of it you're exploring and I think that's really great and you know you've got you got a lot a lot of good stuff going I feel like <laughs> thanks buddy to get all mushy <laughs> we're gonna yeah we just start crying right. on the podcast I love you man come come, <laughs> come here bro come here bro oh <laughs> <laughs> That'd be funny if we were, like, recording in the same room and there's just, like, a hug break or something like that. It's, like... <laughs> the elevator music plays. Just wait. <laughs> oh, we had to hug that one Just, you're, like, slapping each other's backs. Like... <laughs> it's all good, man. No, I, that's a good question. I feel like it's a good question. Yeah. It's a very heartwarming question. I feel like, you know, a lot of people our age are, like, still getting there. Like, nothing wrong. Like it's like I said, mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with it. Like, I think I've definitely... You're figuring things out. In terms of, of my journey, I feel like I, retrospectively, within the last year... No, not even a year. Within the last, like, I think since the beginning of this year, um, I have been live making a conscious effort to live more um Mm -hmm. and i think one thing that has really helped with that is realizing things that are realizing the things that are out of my control so Mm -hmm. what has helped me is like you can't control when the sun comes up or when the sun sets or when the moon's in Mm -hmm. the sky or when the moon's not in the sky um but you can control and you can't control what other people say uh, to you about you or about the world, uh, but you can control how you let that yeah. affect you. Um, so kind of following that has let me kind of live more. I also, I mean, I was with you guys on new year's. We talked about our resolutions and, and things that we wanted to do. And one of my big ones was saying, saying yes, more saying no less. Um, and so I feel like that has opened up, um, plenty of opportunities, um, with kind of like with work, with kind of creative endeavors, um, travel opportunities, things like that. I don't know. I feel like, I feel like this time last year I was kind of spiraling into a dark kind of, kind of place and, and looking back on like photos and, and, and memories on that it's just not a good it wasn't a good time for me but i feel like now i'm i'm living more so yeah yeah i don't honestly remember if i made resolutions i don't know if i 
kept them if I made them, so yeah. I don't know. If this is anything about my new year, I don't remember anything. Uh, <laughs> as far as we have, any sort of conversations I had. We have uh, uh, we have photos but, to prove that. Anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's okay. Um, that's, that's what New Year's is for. Yep. But, yeah. Um, hmm. I don't know. That's a, That was a good question. It didn't take as long to answer as I thought. No. So where are we sitting at now? Like a minute? Hour 15? Hour hour 12. So, yeah. Okay. I'm pretty good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You got anything you want to wrap up with? I feel like we, we covered a lot of ground. We talked about food. We talked about movies. We talked about... We talked about all the pleasures in life. That's the Art. that's the episode's uh, name. Life's uh, many pleasures. The life's. I feel like that was already the name of the episode. Or very something very similar. No, it was uh, life's unanswered questions. Oh, yeah, that's right. I was. I. I've been jokingly calling bookie nights booby nights, but I feel like that's too inappropriate for like a name for our like podcast episode. Nope, but that's the perfect intro sound. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't want to have that as the name, but uh, I honestly we just call it the Aki way of life. I feel like <laughs> the Aki ways of tale. life. Oh, sure, <laughs> <Yeah>. sure. <laughs> okay, I feel like you should maybe get. You should maybe get the the sound bite for like just doing that the the impression so well i think i i think i will i think i'll go and find the part of the episode where i'm like are we walking and say yo ah, mm-hmm. let me get a bacon egg and cheese the aki way sure sure <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think you should do that it'll be my it'll be my uh my 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 tease intro my intro tease debut because they've mm-hmm. all been you up until this point yeah, I think you need to... I mean, you're really good with impressions. I feel like you just need to do some impressions on the... Just during our episodes and just, just kind of see if you can get those good. I remember hey. this one time in high school, you oh, good. You were doing that Russian accent. We were in like we were in the library for like English class. And you're doing that Russian accent uh, with... Uh, God, was it Arthur? Yeah. And you doing... Yeah, and you just—I was like trying not to laugh. Like I was just trying to like do my research, and you—you you two were like doing that Russian accent, and then our teacher came up to the table and was like, "Oh, are you guys finding everything all right?" And we were like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." And it's just like I feel like what is working. You guys just like, like just. just yes, uh, we were we were doing the Russian accent. Uh, we were it was uh, pretty much entire class. We were talking like this to each other in very hushed tones, so angry librarian didn't come up to us and start screaming. Shut the fuck up, children! Please quit, quit this. It's between it's between Russian and like group, so it's it's a good accent. Yeah. Um. Um. I've also I've been. He's pro- from New Mexico. Who Arthur or Gru? Gru, Gru is from New Mexico. Oh, according you, to he's from Albuquerque. Did you watch Steve Rise of Gru? No. Okay, thank God. Thank God. I hate the minions, bro. Um. I want to watch it though, because <laughs> was it you that was it. it you that said that Minions: Rise of Gru was an A twenty four film? No, I oh, should have. Probably someone at work. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, we were looking I up a list of A twenty four films, and someone was like, "Oh my gosh, Rise of Gru was on here," and we were like, "There's no freaking Morbius. <laughs> There's no way." <laughs> Morbius. Oh my god. 
No, what was the one that I've... I've been trying mm. to perfect my Stewie Griffin voice. Um, because Save I, it for the next episode. I have a... No, I'll just... I'll give a tease right now. Uh, we okay. Have a, I have a mutual... Well, we know plenty of people from um, high school with this name. Um, but we have a, a friend within work. Um, a, a co-worker's uh, significant other whose name is Brian. Hey, Brian. Uh, oh, Brian. Isn't your uncle's name Brian? Yeah. His name is Brian Spector. Hey, don't dox him. I'm not doxing Brian Spector. I'm just saying his name works very well because I can say, Hey, Brian. (laughs) How are you doing, Brian? That's pretty pretty good. That's about all I can do with it, though, is say Brian. You have to work on it. Or Rupert. Hey, Rupert. Wheat thins. Wheat thins. whip. It's pretty anyway. good. Yeah. So yeah. Um, yeah. We'll do. We'll do a little list of impressions. I'll have Ben. You know what? There's a segment next week. You write a list of characters down, and I have to tr- try to do the impressions of them. Ooh. Whether I know them or not. Yeah, we'll do that. Okay. Well, like, we'll. I'll pick things that you know, but like, we'll. We'll. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll come up with a good list. Yeah. I might I might ask some people for some advice of characters. You could do I that. Do, okay, okay, okay. One I'm gonna one I'm gonna have you do is the the brave. You know the movie Brave. <laughs> what? Just a Scottish accent. <laughs> if you had the chance to change your fate, well, would you? I'm making you. You gotta say the whole the whole thing. Are you trying to get me to do it right now or next week? No, next week. Okay, good, because I, I need time to put it on your that. radar. Okay, put it on your radar. Um, yeah, but we'll. Uh, I'll come up with a list and we'll do that. But yeah, we got a lot of stuff to to cover next one. I guess we're gonna have to watch that movie this week. I I got time. I'll figure it out. Oh yeah, I got time too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, all right. It might be a multiple. Might be a multiple like sitting watch though, because it's like that's forty minutes. It's. Uh, or two hours, 40 minutes. That's a long movie. Yeah. I'll probably pause but, and come back to it at some point. Yeah. Um, might even start it tomorrow while I'm at work. <laughs> we'll see. Um, but, uh, but yeah. Thanks for, uh, thanks for tuning in this week to the OK Podcast. Yeah. Uh, let us know how you would have your sandwich done the Aki way, like what the Aki way would be for you. Um, and, uh, yeah, let us know. Um, not sure how you would let us know because no one follows us on Twitter, but uh, it's a good time to plug our Twitter. You should follow us on Twitter at OKPod or follow us on Twitter at Benji Internet and at Sam Milik. Um, you can also find us on Letterboxd at Benji Internet, and you can also find me on Letterboxd at Smilik. Um, mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, um, that is uh, that is that is all I have for you for you hooligans yeah they need a comment section on spotify for the just for podcasts not for not for music i I don't want it on music because it's going to be annoying there's going to be annoying people who comment like on Mm -hmm. like every you know every single like kanye song like this is so deep like the imagery the imagery in my head right now oh my gosh yeah 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 or like every or every song that like is sampled from Kanye, it'll be like, yo, this isn't every anyone here from Kanye. Like it'll just be like YouTube, basically. Tame Impala. It's it's one guy, guys. 
<laughs> anyway, the like all the like the K-pop people are gonna be like stand BTS and like the in like uh, like you just be listening to like I don't know you'll be listening to, like Johnny Cash and it'll say like stand BTS <laughs> and like the comments. No, so just for podcast Spotify, put some put some comments sections in there so people can react to the content in our episodes. Yes. Um, yes. But. Yeah, yeah, that's all I got. All right. Well, we will see you guys next week. Um, and stay hockey. Yeah. Sure. 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 All right. Bye, guys. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Bye.